0: A destruction
1: is that? Welcome to our new podcast Steve explains the plots of movies to Mike While Nick sits in silence Sullen silence <laughs> As he remembers when his podcast Used to be about other things I gotta really work on that title guys
0: it's way too long. It's going to be literally. I'm going to know the just answer. like us. I <laughs> know the answer. Halfway real... through
1: the episode, Mike is just going to randomly scream the title of a movie <laughs> The Christmas Wish!
0: <laughs> Beautiful girls, Natalie. Yeah, this is it. This is it. Okay, this. good. Let's
1: just assume you're Do- right then and move on <laughs> to this week's episode of the Song Topsy Report, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music, figure out how it died. I'm Steve Trollinger. I'm Nick Brigadier. And I'm Mike Russell. That's right. And we're doing a thing where I am going to do an episode that isn't a specialty episode that's just a regular episode of the song Topsy Report breaking new ground as, as though someone else does research on a song and talks about it so that Nick can have a break and gets to be funny for a change <laughs> oh, uh, I'll, 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 you know let, let, let's not go crazy <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh Nick you're very funny I appreciate that.
1: I'm not saying he's not funny. I'm saying that he doesn't get the opportunity to shine the way that you and I do, Mike, because he's got to focus on the show at hand. Listen, guys, we built this podcast on solid research. That's right. There is a war. I should. Oh, damn it, Nick. You've already screwed the audience. I was. (laughs) I screw the audience every episode. I was going to throw up a warning at the beginning of this episode. Guys, I know we've been on the air quote unquote on the air for a long time and I know it's taken a while to get to this but gird yourselves (laughs) wear a cup if you must because I'm about to kick you in the testicles with a song (laughs) oh my god and for all of the women out there who listen to the show you know what I mean Patent those ovaries, ladies. Weird. <laughs> well, I mean, no
0: exceptions.
1: <laughs> if, I was, if I was more of a Mike Russell, I would use a phrase right now that I'm not going to use because I'm not Mike Russell.
0: Is it the one that goes with punt? Yes. And you put them together? Yes. Oh, it's I'm such a funny phrase. <laughs> okay,
1: but I'm not going to say it, though. Anywho, gird yourselves. We're doing We Built This City. <laughs> I tried to warn you. You had ample <laughs> opportunity to turn the turn this podcast off right now. Don't. That's what listen we always to want it. to encourage our listeners to do. It's your own fault from this point forward. If you cannot stop having this song in your head for the next week or two, I've only been researching. We just it. want to gift the listeners with the same curse we are currently all suffering from where you can't get the song out of your head. Researching the this... song was like trying to like barehanded grapple a big snake. Like it's big and slow so you know you're going to grab it but you're definitely going to get bit for it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I've been singing this song
0: for about four days now. Imagine if snake venom just like triggered something in your brain where...
1: It does. <laughs> it's called do. <laughs> anaphylactic shock. <laughs> Professor Mike Russell. <laughs> <laughs> or if it triggered something else like...
0: <laughs> like the last song you listened to, and it just like starts raining in your head, and it just makes you go crazy.
1: That's a very specific venom, but if you listen to a good song immediately before you got bitten... Steve Yo, that Amazonian brain. tribe music was great. I'm so glad I'm hearing it again. <laughs> I that sounds it. like Mike Russell's fragrance. Snake Venom by Russell. Um, so... If you've never heard what the 80s sound like, <laughs> uh here's, uh God, I don't know why yeah. I have to, I don't know, I really don't You, know gotta, to rip off. Off. you, you gotta, gotta rip the band-aid off. rip the band off. Here it goes. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. Built this city. We built
0: this city on rock Oh, so 80. Oh, that drum fill. It was just getting me.
1: And oh. I, 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 I have nothing prepared, but I'm sure you two will watch this music video and have things to say about it. So for the listening audience, you probably should be watching the music video at the same time. Um, so yes, this is We Built. This city, which let me tell you up front, rock and roll, terrible foundation. Oh. Terrible. <laughs> like it's shifts. the city would just absolutely collapse into itself. It's basically sand. It shifts. It changes depending on the decade, as did the band that we have to thank for ooh, this wonderful gem. Ooh, ooh, very good time. Thank you. I worked on that all day. We <laughs> built this city uh, is performed by the band Starship. Now, for those who may not—funny band name. Well, now for those who may not realize it, Starship is the third iteration of this band. You may have heard of their first two iterations: Jefferson Airplane and Jefferson Starship. <laughs> and then Starship. And then Starship. But that—why well, they drop the Jefferson?
0: Uh,
1: okay, well, uh, Jefferson was a huge racist. It turned yeah. out. Yeah.
0: Oh, really? Not,
1: <laughs> not, not in the bedroom, from what I heard. <laughs> it's a sally hennings joke hennings or hemmings i think it's hemmings um so but it it, it yeah. blew my mind i didn't piece together until i started researching this oh yeah jefferson airplane they did white rabbit yeah white like, rabbit and like uh, the, somebody to love yes those are the two big don't you need somebody to love Wait, have you ever seen the cable guy mike yeah. Remember when they sing that song in the karaoke scene in Cable Night? Oh, That's yeah. Jefferson Airplane. Yeah, 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 I knew I could figure out a yes. way for him to get it. And then White I Rabbit, you know, guy. one pill makes you larger and one pill makes you... That, that, like, they did two of, like, the biggest songs from the Summer of Love yeah. and then somehow we built this city somehow it 15 turns into years this. later. <laughs> so... So the, this group is 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 a is a unique group in the annals of rock and roll history because it, like the of annals of rock and roll history because <laughs> it evolved or de-evolved depending on your point of view. Um,
0: uh, next on fire when he's not see, I told hey. you.
1: <laughs> I told you. You can actually like this is a this is a very unique group. Uh, they evolved or de-evolved depending on your point of view. Like a unique poop. They were. The, <laughs> They were the Pokemon of rock and roll. They had three evolutionaries. <laughs> three and changes. they only ever said their name in any song. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Jefferson Airplane, go! Jefferson Airplane. So, you can. It's. it's it builds the city! <laughs> zero damage. Zero damage. <laughs> they built the city. It it's wasn't not very effective. <laughs> yeah. Starship hurt itself in confusion. Droop, doop, doop. <laughs> um. It's it's unique because you can actually watch a you can actually watch a song uh, a band reinvent themselves to conform to each time period that they existed in. Well, because Jefferson Airplane was sixties. Jefferson, Jefferson Airplane was sixties psychedelic rock. They were the they were at the forefront of psychedelic rock in the sixties. Their origins were in San Francisco. They built those sixties. <laughs> San Francisco in the sixties was a place. Let me tell you because I was there, because I'm immortal. I remember, in the 60s. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Remember, I, I am immortal. I do remember, yes. Um, it was a wild scene, and more than likely, the impetus for every serial killer uh, from the late 60s to the early 80s. Yeah, also, there also seemed to be a very high... Uh, yeah, cult leaders and serial killers. They all seemed to be from San Francisco in the 60s and getting high, except for a few like Ted Bunny, who were sort of like a counterculture... Like to that, they were like, "I'm not going to serial kill like those hippies. I'm going to serial kill the Republican way." <laughs> and now it's a bunch of tech companies. So in a way, nothing's changed. Yes.
0: Are well, the tech companies killing everybody?
1: Indirect, in an indirect manner of speaking, they don't get any. They don't get any pleasure from the direct
0: killing. They people. just get the data. There's
1: been one or two genocides in Malaysia that may or may not have been fueled by Facebook. Ah. But no! that's a topic for a different <laughs> podcast. I that's,
0: can't wait to see that ad pop up when I'm surfing the web now.
1: That's for next week's episode. Um, oh man! Um,
0: <laughs> so this band, so
1: this group, uh, and Nick and I mentioned a couple of their songs. These guys headlined Woodstock. Yes, at the end of the '60s, they were the and headliner. not Woodstock '99. No. Woodstock '69. Good head, good, good, good Woodstock, good, good, good Woodstock. stock, good, stock. good stock. They headlined. They went from headlining Woodstock in the late '60s to. That's a hell of a transformation, and it's <laughs> and it's and it's in perfect sync with how America transformed from the 60s to the 80s.
0: <laughs> what is going? On? <laughs> like, Have oh, I blown your
1: mind yet, Mike? The, are you watching? The, are you looking at the music just the video?
0: Just a little wobble they got, and then bam, bam. <laughs>
1: like, Well, Steve, I'm sure you'll get into this, but at this point, th- this was essentially a completely different band from the 60s. Yes. So Jefferson Airplane. So these people didn't know how to. Jefferson, on stage. Right, Jefferson Airplane, founded in 1965 as a psychedelic, a psychedelic rock group from San Francisco. Um, eventually, throughout uh, the 70s, they would lose members and gain new ones and then change their sound. Uh, the only through line through them all is one of the lead vocalists, uh, Grace Slick, who was uh, uh, their their lead uh, f- uh, female uh, vocalist. Uh, a songwriter, too. She wrote some yeah, yeah And she would be involved in all three iterations of the band. She was the only one that was in all three of them. Grace Grace, she had,
0: she she was just sliding with them the whole she way. She may or may not. Well, with a name had, like Slick. She may or may, she may not. She can do nothing have. but slide.
1: Yeah. Uh, hmm. I'm sorry, Nick. I have to. I I have to learn. I apologize. I have to learn as the host to pause for laughs. To pause for Nick's pause for Nick's laughter. The laughter's for Nick's bits. I have to pause. because <laughs> anyone listening to the podcast who's laughing so hard they have to pause theirs as well. oh, oh, oh. oh my goodness I have uh, yeah. to I have to I have to pace myself so as to give everyone equal time. Uh, you' jump on everyone and not jump on everyone's jokes while they're trying to make them. That's an astute point we could all learn from. Anywho, uh, Grace Slick would be involved. In also, she may or may not have had a slight substance abuse problem, and by <laughs> slight, I mean several different ones. Oh, oh Jesus! Um, the last founding member of Jefferson Airplane, uh, Paul Kantner, left uh, at the Jefferson Starship, which is what they were known by then, uh, in 1984, and then sued the band to keep them from using the name, which is why they went by Starship afterwards.
0: Oh wait, wait. So why? why so wait, was he real? Was the whole racist and a joker? Was that why they they kicked him out of the band? Oh no,
1: no, no That was all made up. Uh, so yeah, so, it was all made uh, up. Yeah, well, so I don't know who the Jefferson well, is. What kind
0: of asshole? I, it, it, I say
1: I met Jefferson, the president, uh, Thomas Jefferson. Mike just got a joke I made from ten <laughs> minutes ago.
0: I was like, "Wow, Steve, that's pretty risque." But no, it was pretty common evidence of what Thomas yes. Jefferson was doing. Yeah, today.
1: I was uh, like, that's... "Why are you offended by this <laughs> no. literal two hundred year old joke?"
0: Um.
1: So. Uh, so it's a band it went from Jefferson Airplane to Jefferson Starship to just Starship um, to then just
0: <coughs> then they went to and then, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, then <laughs> and then Johnny Cage was a huge fan of helping them come up with names <laughs> yeah. I'm Built sorry
1: Mike I thought we were not supposed to make I four of three jokes anymore em. I can't help it now, now my, <laughs> my guess was so burned by John Cage it might, it might surprise you to learn that I've mentioned nothing uh, but Jeffers, uh, Jefferson Airplane and Starship and the band. The band had next to nothing to do with writing this song. They just performed it. The people we have to blame mm. for the writing of this song are four individuals. Bernie Taupin, Martin Page, Dennis Lambert, and Peter Wolf. Now, if Bernie Taupin sounds familiar, it's because he is... A super famous song lyricist. He has had a decades-long partnership with Elton John. If you go to El- any El- any famous any famous any non-famous Elton John song, has his name on it and Bernie's name on it. There, I think if I remember it, I read a story that they were both they both basically answered an ad in a magazine at the time and showed up to a studio for like uh, background vocals and like a lyricist. They showed up at the what? same time. You could just put ads out for that and then have people write songs it was, for you? It was something like that. And then they both showed up at the same time and then they just worked together for 40 or 50 years after that. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, Bernie had a decades-long partnership. Mel John wrote uh, lyrics for a majority of his songs. Dennis Lambert wrote or co-wrote songs like Don't Pull Your Love. You know, don't pull your love out on me, baby. Oh, yeah. That one. Uh, Ain't No Woman, uh, Baby Come Back, and Rhinestone Cowboy. And your mileage may vary on Rhinestone Cowboy, but the rest of those songs are pretty good songs. Uh, And Peter Wolf studied classical piano at the Conservatory of Music in Vienna. He's a classically trained pianist. And yet this is what they produced. The four of them Uh, together. You're
0: hating on... But you know what? There's something... Whenever this song comes on... I feel like everyone gets An angel re- dies. Everyone gets ready, you know? They're ready to, to, to build the city up, right? They're like
1: are they? Yeah. Are you I sure brought the rocks. I brought the rolls. <laughs> Let's build the city. Bam, bam. That's what I mean. Bam, bam. It's not on a good foundation because if you're building a level surface on top of rocks that are on top of rolls, those are all oh. spherical or semi-spherical surfaces, and they're just slipping, and sliding all over each other. I'm Dan Corbin with Action 4 News, and an 8.5 magnitude earthquake has toppled the city, which was built on a foundation of only rocks and rolls. The body count is too high to even contemplate. It's a terrible scene here at the city. <laughs> the city and actually we will get into what city they're talking about well it so, seems oh, to be several it, it actually is <laughs> uh and we'll get into that right now with some of these lyrics before I go into some more uh some more fun lyric uh lyric discussions't I don't know you
0: What did you just say? The last time?
1: Yeah. Knee Deep in the Hoopla, which was actually the, the title ti- of the album. Sorry. <laughs> no. The title of the album, the song came, <laughs> Knee uh, deep came from. Deep in the Hoopla. Knee Deep in the Hoopla. They are knees deep in all of this Hoopla. In all of the, uh, what's another, uh, the Hoopla, the- uh, Schmutz. All of the, <laughs> schmutz. Uh, in all of this, I want to say ne'er do well. That doesn't make sense. Knee deep in the hoopla Just all of this craziness Just crazy yes. Craziness. shit just, yes. yes
0: Just knee deep and crazy Just like whoa All this wackity do. dude Nutty over here Okay the hoop The hoopla uh,
1: So that was Say you don't know me Or recognize my face Say you don't care Who goes to that kind of place Which place? Exactly I don't know <laughs> There's actually I actually couldn't tell you What that means I actually don't know what the song is talking about until it gets to the second verse.
0: <laughs> yeah, because right now I'm just like, what's he, what's he trying to do? Is he trying to stay anonymous? Hey, so you don't know me, all right? You don't recognize my face. You don't care who goes to that place, but really they're, uh, they're like secret members,
1: right? Well, now I mean, Genius Lyrics, which I heavily rely upon to tell me what this song is about. Genius Lyrics uh, says, um, after Jefferson Starship turned into Starship, uh, Grace Slick, uh, who hasn't sung yet on the song, was the only returning member so the one who was singing the song was mostly unknown. I think that's kind of reaching a little So far. every first song by every new artist needs to include an introduction. Yes, that's exactly what should be done in, in the music. Like season. Adele's first song should have been, Hi, I'm Adele. Hello. Hello. And then hello starts.
0: <laughs>
1: hello. I'm Adele. I forget how the rest of hello
0: works. I was gonna start singing Lionel Richie's Hello. West Philadelphia, born and raised. My name's Bill Smith. Nice to meet you. Oh, I can see why we don't
1: do this more. <laughs> uh but yeah, I think that's kind of reaching. The the thing about this song that I think is and I will spoil a second verse a little bit. The song overall is ostensibly and again you no nobody involved in the writing or performing of the song knows what this song is about and i'll really? get into, and i'll get into how that oh. how that came to be but ostensibly the point of the song is a couple of musicians are raging at the machine essentially they're raging at record executives or people in the higher ups in the record industry for forgetting who makes them rich like If it weren't for me and the band coming up with these hits and singing these songs, you wouldn't be be making any money. So who are you to tell me what to do? I am an artist. You are the money person. What possible experience do you have to tell me how I should write my music or sing my songs? This is the house that we built. That is essentially what the song is about. But maybe it isn't. Maybe. But that sounded really good. Yeah, it sounded really good, and that's the best anyone can think of. But you said the band members couldn't necessarily even say. Yeah, so I relied on an article from GQ that came out a couple of years ago, 2016, I think, called An Oral History of We Built This City, The Worst Song of All Time. Wow.
0: <laughs> wow!
1: This song is on several worst of lists gq it's not even a list gq just straight up wrote an article saying this is the worst song of all time
0: here it is number one no contest. no no, there's not even anything (laughs) behind it this is it
1: there's not even a list we are definitive in our in our resolve that this is the worst song yeah but i don't think gq has listened to our podcast they have not heard broken side they have not listened to ted nugent they have not listened to now hold on now because there's uh because rolling stone has this, uh, or no, sorry, not Rolling, well, yes, Rolling Stone has it on uh, a top 10 worst songs of the 80s, so they specifically said the decade of the 80s, and it was number one. Okay. Uh, By a wide margin. And it was. It was an online poll, and it was the widest margin they have ever gotten for any of their online polls. Everyone was in agreement that this was the worst song of the 80s, but there's a magazine called uh, Blender, Blender Magazine, uh, which is a a music magazine, uh, had a list of 50 most awesomely bad songs, uh, and this song was pretty high up. I don't know if it was number one, but it was pretty high up on the list. Um, and what was funny about what Nick said is that they actually like codified it and quantified it, and they said the song has to have not been a novelty song. It has to have been popular, like it had to have been a hit. So a They're lot a little of the, bit more stringent with their yeah, criteria than we are. Exactly. <laughs> so to cut your leg I'm going to cut your knees off with that one. They made sure that... Oh. Oh. and i was knee deep in the hoopla as it was so now i'm waist deep <laughs> you're waist deep in the hoopla you're getting hoopla all over your new pants
0: <laughs> oh, no. that hoopla never comes out nick i'm sorry
1: you're gonna have to get you need it. vodka and water vodka and water to get hoopla out and you just drink it and then try to forget that you have the hoopla that's <laughs> that the was, only way uh, you get it that out. was grace slick's problem <laughs> <laughs> i don't have a hoopla you got a hoopla um so the band, by the way, was reportedly thrilled by that ranking because that list also include artists like Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder. Was it Wonderful Christmas time with Paul McCartney? It, I didn't go too deep into it. It might have been, oh. it, it been. It might have <laughs> been his Bond theme. I don't know. But it they were they were reportedly thrilled. They're like, Great, we're on equal standing with Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney. But yeah, it's on a whole host of worst sub lists. Uh the band also got the last laugh because that magazine doesn't exist anymore and they still make money on that song. So and when it comes down to it, most of the members of this uh, of the band Starship, the best thing they can say about this song is, hey, it pays for my health insurance.
0: Wow. You can't, you can't fault them on that. You
1: can't put a price on putting a price on things. We uh, built this insurance plan on shitty music.
0: I, oh, man, get out of my brain. <laughs> why,
1: why is it every time I take control of an episode, you, like a rabid dog, hook on to one thing and just find a new, like, the fucking, like, the damn, like, Lethal Weapon song, you wouldn't stop. Like, you can't stop yourself. It's just like what you said. It's so easy to, we did blank because of blank. It's a template that it's you can like just put S- whatever you want it's in. It's like an SAT test. It's like an SAT, what, the, the analogies? Blank is to blank is blank is to blank. It's like that. <laughs> like Nick excelled at that. Like dog. Grabbing <laughs> on And shaking it until it's dead. And then after it's dead. (laughs) And then after it's dead, (laughs) because he doesn't know any better, because he's rabid. (laughs) All right, so we're knee deep in the hoopla. And Nick's waist deep, right? right, Nick's waist waist deep. (laughs) We're still knee deep. (laughs) I'm looking up at you guys. Sinking in your fight. And what? So for those of you following along at home, at this point in the music video, a random cutaway to the Lincoln Memorial just occurred. After a whole bunch of teenagers turn dramatically and look in the background.
0: Like, huh. oh, Abe. Remember when Abe used to play bass? <laughs> I mean, oh, the memori-
1: No, when he played the Mamba? Uh, I mean, the Lincoln Memorial's made of rock, I guess. That's true. Um, But, yeah, that's one of the main sticking points, uh, is that lyric that Nick brought up. Um, Marconi played the mamba. That's the pre-chorus. Yes. Marconi plays the mamba. Listen to the radio. Don't you remember
0: we built this city? Now, so Marconi was the black guy? Okay. (laughs) No. No, Because they showed his face right when they said Marconi. Okay, so Marconi. (laughs) Wikipedia. Marconi (laughs) was a black guy.
1: Marconi is referencing, uh, and I'll I'm going to butcher his name, uh, Guglielmo Guglielmo Marconi. That's Guglielmo Ju- Giulie- Marconi. Guillermo? No, it's G U G L I E L M O. Yeah, else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is the credited inventor of the radio. He is he is uh, the man who is credited as creating uh, uh, it's figuring out how long range wireless radio transmissions work. And putting them into a box so that people can talk to each other. That being said, though, my 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 uh, herpetology is a little rusty, but I believe the mamba is a snake. The mamba is a snake. If my recent rewatching of Kill Bill Volume One has yes! let me to believe anything, yes, the but mamba is a snake. It's not a very dance. Very poisonous snake. The mambo, the mambo, is a dance. Ah. Uh... Now, did they mean to say mambo, and then they said mamba,
0: and then just went with it? Oh, I. I think that's exactly what happened, because I thought the mamba was a dance. No,
1: (laughs) well, the mamba, yeah, but was Marconi, as he was inventing the radio, like playing with his deadly snake, is what I wonder. Marconi (laughs) played the mamba. So uh, now this- Where was Marconi from? Uh, He's Italian. Okay. Oh, mamba, you're the only one who understands me. Uh, Gabagool. You you just Uh, needed it for- for Gabagool, really? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 uh. That was the first thing ever said on a radio.
0: Yeah,
1: gaba cool. cool. I'm a Marconi. I played a Mamba. I built the city. So I breadsticks and tortellini. So
0: and the best rolls you could get at yes, the rock
1: and rolls from Olive Garden. When you're there, your family. So this is a perfect moment for us to stop for a second <laughs> and turn the podcast off for everyone to <laughs> shut up. Uh, no, this is a perfect moment to discuss how this song was written. This song, poorly. Poorly. <laughs> no, This song was written. the The writing of the song is the equivalence to the, to a game of telephone. Like if I said to Nick, Nick, I have fifteen dollars, and by the time it got back around to me, the answer was, Nick, I wear good diaper, I poop in pants. Yes. You know, like we play telephone, where you have to pass the same message along, and yeah, it no, becomes poopy game. poopy diaper pants. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, so the song was originally uh, the the song lyrics originally were written by Bernie Taupin. Remember, Elton John worked yes. with Elton John long for a long time. Uh, his original song was a dark a dark piece about club life in L.A. being killed off and live acts having nowhere to go to get noticed and having to sell out. Wow, that sounds very uh, grounded and um, serious. But then he gave it to that Austrian guy <laughs> who uh, had a little bit more of a pop sensibility. And basically, he changed it completely. Um, And then he gave it to Marconi, who put the mamba in it. So basically, (laughs) the four of them passed this song around until it was unrecognizable from, from how it began with. And no one involved in the writing of the song will take credit for its final form. All of them will say, yeah, I gave it to him. And then, oh, man, it got weird. I didn't want to touch it. It's just like well, a shitty improv set where, like, it falls apart. And it was, it was like, well, listen, that tag out, I think, is where we fell apart. But nobody, it's all shared blame because no one person was fully involved in it. Like, when the song went number one... Uh, the, one of the lead singers, Mickey Thomas, who I believe is the gentleman singing in his Bruce Springsteen-esque best white t-shirt with the sleeves rolled up. Oh, say we do know him now. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, when the song went number one, he said to Bernie Taupin, you know, more than ever, people are going to ask what Marconi plays the mamba means. And Bernie Taupin, to his credit, said, I have no fucking idea, man. <laughs> <laughs> but he sang it very emphatically, yeah. like he did I've know. I've got
0: no fucking idea. It's, it's kind of gives it a little charm, though, you know? Yeah. Just be- <laughs> that nobody is trying to pretend that this song is... <laughs> and when he says it, it sounds real happy. Yeah.
1: But, so, I, I'm oh, yeah. Play play the, mamba. the mamba. So I'm getting, a, I'm, getting a lot of this, I'm getting a lot of this from this article in GQ, an oral history of We Built This City, which is quite literally quote after quote after quote of everyone shitting on the song involved in the singing and making of the song. What did Grace have to say? What would she think about it? Uh, <laughs> so, it, in regards to the song, in a, a 2012 Vanity Fair article, Grace Slick said, I was such an asshole for a while. I was trying to make up for it by being sober, which I was all during the 80s, which is a bizarre decade to be sober in. <laughs> So I was trying to make it up to the band by being a good girl because during uh, Jefferson Starship and Jefferson Airplane, she would ostensibly, you know, like make a lot of problems. She was, you know, she wasn't sober. She was like demanding certain things. So she was trying to be good. She just chose the exact wrong song to be good about. She's like, "Here, we're gonna sing this song. We built this city on rock and roll." And then she did it, and she goes, "Oh, you're shitting me. That's the worst song ever." <laughs> I've now I gotta be nice because I said I was gonna be nice. On the worst song ever, <laughs> I've got to let this happen. Oh no! Oh God! But yeah, no one wants to lay claim to this song, um, and I that almost can- makes it endearing. Though it's like a, it's like a forgotten orphan. <laughs> it's, it's the Oliver of the '80s music scene. <laughs> Please, sir, I want to build some more on rock and roll. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> more? Um, more, more.
1: Rock and roll! Anyway, you were saying, Mr. President? And, and then in the video, the 80s slowly materialized behind the lead singer, yes. Mickey Thomas. <laughs>
0: <and roll>. <laughs> <What>?
1: <laughs> Again, I'm sorry, because this is the visual medium, but... At this point in the music video, the statue of Abraham Lincoln becomes a dude in an Abraham Lincoln costume who stands up and sings the chorus. I think the illusion they were trying to sell was that it was actually Abraham Lincoln, the statue, standing up, though. They were, yes, they were bringing, because he was dressed as the statue, like all gray and whatnot. He, they literally brought a statue of Abraham Lincoln to life with the power of rock and roll.
0: All of the members... Why weren't they at that theater? Oh, if only they were there. All the members of this band look upset, <laughs> except for the the lead singer. I think the lead singer loved. He must have loved it, right?
1: Well, yeah, this was his first big song. I imagine he was like fairly jazzed <laughs> to like, be there. I don't there. know
0: why everyone hates it so much. It's nice. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> um, yeah. Oh no, sorry, I was I missed this from earlier. Another perfect example uh, of why how no one wanted to touch this song. Uh, Starship guitarist uh uh Craig and I'm going to butcher his name too uh Chak uh said Peter came to my recording studio in Mill Valley and played the demo for me after about a minute in he hit the pause button and in his austrian accent started to sing we bet the city on rock und roll" Sorry, "Rock und Roll"
0: he said "roll" <laughs> <Bowl. laughs> What the hell <laughs> But
1: yeah, no one if there's a reason no one is happy in this video. Roll was something. Vole is an animal. A vole is v o l e. Yes. Yeah. yes. What well, kind of? What a kind of? Animal. It's, it's like, like a it's tiny, a tiny. Creature. Yeah, it's like yeah. A, it's like a tiny little I don't know rodent-like creature. I think in the UK. We business the city on vols, and then all the buildings start slowly drifting away because all the voles on their Gee, back are shifting It's so shifting unstable. It. I know. This becomes more unstable as we figure it out. I'm down with Action 4 News and post-earthquake, the voles have taken the skyline. Off into the ocean. Why the voles were heading there, I don't know. But there's even more casualties. (laughs) Why would we build the city on rock and voles? (laughs) Back to you in the studio. We'll continue to speak with Channel 4 Newscopter as the situation develops. Um... (laughs) So, yeah, every, uh, Dennis Lambert, one of the writers, Grace Slick was the matriarch of the group, and everyone was focused on making her happy. And Marconi played the mamba. And Marconi, yeah. She, was very, she gave me very specific marching orders. I want to make hits. She told me I wanted to go on tour, I wanted to make a lot of money, and then retire. That's how she put it.
0: <coughs> I respect that. Yeah, and that's why everyone looks like that in the music video. <laughs> oh. This one better fucking do it, and it did. I mean, it re- I mean, mission accomplished. It's it's a very popular song. Yeah, for the right
1: reasons. Who cares?
0: The stage. They call us, Ride us off the page. Whoa.
1: Okay. <laughs> There's a lot said there. <laughs> well, let's look a lot of this. corporation, a lot of very enunciated corporation. Someone's always playing corporation games. Who cares? They're always changing corporation names, uh, which again, this is verse two is when we start to get into... Okay, I think this is what this song is about territory, which is the, you know, like, uh, uh, like this in specifically is like a swipe at the negative impact on, uh, what on record companies on the production of music, but it's kind of like a bad faith argument because without them, they wouldn't have been able to write the shitty song to begin with <laughs> to make the money. Yo. It's like a snake eating its tail, like a mamba. Like a mamba eating its That's tail. That's a dance,
0: Nick. She is, uh, and I, I'd hate to call her, I don't know, her, Well, whoever wrote this lyric out. Uh, <laughs> Nobody I, I, would know. No ate. one will say. <laughs> <laughs> no one will say. Because you know what? Is that, uh, oh, they're always changing corporation names. It's like, all right, Jefferson. Starship, yeah. or, or Starship, There's or no Jefferson one named Airplane. There's no Jefferson in the band. That's what I'm, no, but yeah. yeah they kind changed of the their pop, name three fucking times. Kind of times. the pot
1: calling the kettle black <laughs> yeah. there a little bit. A
0: little bit. Little, little bit. And it was all sorts of games because people kept leaving and new people coming in. It's like, uh, what's a game like that? Musical Chairs? <laughs> musical Chairs. <laughs> I don't like it. I mean, I like Musical Chairs. That's a great game. It's, a, it's the
1: oh god! Every party gets livened up when you whip out the musical chairs. But you are you are right. For them to say corporations are always changing corporate corporation names. What about the band
0: names? What about the band names? Have some. You know, stick to some morals. I was going to say, are you going to tell Starship to have some dignity after this song? <laughs> yes.
1: I think I think they would all tell you to go fuck yourself. Every one of them, you're like, uh, no. (laughs) Every time I hear this, they would tell you, every time I hear this song play over the radio in a supermarket, I know I've just made more money. (laughs) We built this city on fucking you.
0: Uh,
1: But yeah, the whole thing starts sounding like a little bit, a little bit like like an anthem, like a sort of like limp-wristed... You know, we're not gonna we're not gonna take it as a much better one. Yes, (laughs) Uh, that type of anthem, like we just want to dance here, but someone stole the stage again. Yeah, who stole the stage? I think that's probably (laughs) one of the few recognizable leftover lyrics from Bernie Topin's original. If if his original song was about how the like the clubs and the live venues are disappearing and people bands lesser known bands can't get like in front of people, that sounds like that was probably one of those lyrics. You know, someone stole this. Stole the stage. Who did it? In this
0: case, it's probably the voles. The voles. Well, they steal it or buy it. You know what I mean? Maybe that's maybe that's one and the same. It's is buying things, stealing it.
1: Uh, if, if there's a legal tender for a transaction, I think it's not stealing. Tell I'm not. uh. Oh,
0: I can see the cringe.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, Wait, wait. Was that a very unwoke thing to say? Let me think about this. I thought this
0: was America, guys. No, I was going to
1: say, I was going to say, tell that to every indigenous tribe in America. I was actually, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we'll pay you. We bought this
1: city for a handful of beans. Which doesn't make sense to you because owning land is not a thing that you talk about, it's not a concept you have. We stole this city. Oh, yes. <laughs> Essentially stole. I actually was going to say that I feel sorry for the... Um, uh, oh, what is the job on the on a production team? The, the scout, the location scout. Yeah. I feel bad for the location scout because the directive they must have been given was, go find things that are in some way patriotic, but also in some way corporate. Go find those things and then
0: bring us pictures of them. And like a splash of like a Las Vegas feel. I feel like yeah. oh, it's like kind of bright lights gambling, you know, Seven Deadly Sins kind of deal. Yeah. Uncle Sam's throwing craps. I mean, what's going on? Marconi's playing Mamba. (laughs) Which, uh, last thing I I have about
1: Mamba is Mickey Thomas, this uh, lead singer, said at one point I did start to sing Mambo to try and be more grammatically correct. And after a while I thought, fuck it, went back to Mamba. (laughs) Good for him. I I love the band. Wait,
0: he Uh, said that? Yeah. So it's... So it's supposed to be Mambo. He thinks. <laughs> <laughs> everyone,
1: th- everyone thinks they were trying to say one thing. Nobody will say. Everyone's like, you meant Mambo, right? Well, Mambo would rhyme more with radio, but it doesn't fit like Mamba does. And then everyone just refused to say who
0: said Mambo. Oh, my God. It's supposed to be Mambo.
1: <laughs> it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be Mambo. We, oh, Marconi no. still may have had a pet <laughs> snake, but... <laughs>
0: Whoa, okay. Just
1: a random dig at police brutality. Just thrown <laughs> on in there. Just. <laughs> I want to see what he just said. Uh, it's just another Sunday in a tired old street. Oh, by the way, police have got the chokehold. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, police have got the chokehold. Oh, and we just lost the beat. You get the sense that they're really trying to, like, we're standing in front of, like, a bunch of police in riot gear with hoses trained on us sort of thing. But it doesn't really make you feel the same way. Like the image
0: it's trying to produce is not the image that no, doesn't match uh, up. No, really. does not. I, I've been in that. I understand. I understand where they're coming from. You know, you, you oh, really, yeah? How you so? you're really thinking you're standing up for something great. You know, you got a whole when there's an crowd army of, of
1: police you. with riot
0: shields staring at you, and you're like, ah, fight the system. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you wake up, strapped to a table. <laughs> fight the system by creating mass destruction of public property for no reason other than the fact it's what the morning bef- like a few days before St. Patrick's Day Oh uh,
0: wait I think it's it's the uh, it's uh, the morning of the St. Patrick's Day parade
1: yes um, to our listeners go on YouTube oh, no. type in no, no, no. kegs and eggs riot 2011 for a little bit of context about how Mike
0: can relate to this song I, mean, I feel like I'm, I bring this up too much but it was it was relatable you know it was, oh uh,
1: at least one third of us can certainly relate to that <laughs> imagery who <laughs> cast
0: I'll tell
1: you. What who rides the wrecking ball into our guitars? Who counts the money underneath the bar? Who rides the wrecking ball into our guitars? So ba- it's a back to the theme of like how a record company is screwing over the artist. Like who's counting the money under? Like counting- when you count the money underneath the bar, you're definitely doing it to hide what you're doing from the person you're yes. about to give money to. And who rides the wrecking ball into our guitars? Which is a very unsubtle way to 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 make to like create that image of you're literally destroying our music by destroy by riding a wrecking ball into our musical
0: instruments so that we cannot play them the way we wish to <laughs> i can just picture like the entire starship looking up you know, as the corporate... All right, Starship, you know, uh, I warned you. Now, no more guitars. <laughs> Rides in beep,
1: this beep, beep. A whole bunch of construction vehicles come.
0: <laughs> no, what are you doing? A nicely paid union workers, you know, driving it in. Eh, it's a living. <laughs> yeah, the people who actually
1: built the city are yeah. the ones who are doing it. Hey, what are you trying to build? You're trying to build a rock and roll? Hey, it's all wrong for this foundation here's what we can do concrete we're gonna do concrete and then we're gonna have a nice layer of formica over top and then we'll do another layer of concrete and then
0: steel slats no more voles yeah all right get the rolls out of here too okay all right we're gonna do it we're taking this all up. up time for a break i've been working for 25 minutes mandatory hour
1: Don't tell us you need us because we're the ship of fools looking for America coming through your schools discuss
0: um you know this is our de- we're on debate team now <laughs> oh Jesus uh i I think they were big fans of Christopher Columbus that's got to be it right <laughs> You literally picked out one word, ship, and then extrapolated from there. Looking for a man. What else is he supposed to do, oh, Steve? I, oh, I guess he was looking for India. Never mind. Yeah. How about the Pinta, Santa Maria? They coming through your schools. I'm assuming
1: it's like, uh, don't tell us you need us. Like, come on, don't don't give us a lot of bullshit. You know, because we're a ship of fools. I'm not even bothered to explain that one. Uh, what, what is, was, is there a rock, is there
0: rock and roll college that they all went to?
1: Okay, no, I don't see how that has anything to do with it. The Ship of Fools was a common trope around 1500 about a ship of fools sailing aimlessly down the river oh. as they were cast out by society and don't fit in anywhere. So they're a bunch of misfits.
0: A bunch of bunch of
1: little misfits and don't tell us because we're misfits and we're looking for america and we our music comes, the music like i guess i don't kids listen to rock and roll so it comes to i don't know i don't know they don't know nobody knows what's
0: the school part yeah i don't know
1: they needed a rhyme this is um this song has a very interesting bridge in that their bridge is a spoken word it's not they don't have a music bridge they have a spoken word bridge um it's the flimsiest foundation to build a bridge. Yeah, and it's less it, than rock and roll. And it's about a bridge. A bri- the bridge is about a bridge. The bridge is about a bridge, and it's a spoken
0: word. out that bridge on another gorgeous sunny Saturday that It's the reporter in the helicopter. It's your favorite radio station your favorite radio city, the city by the bay, the city that rocks the city ever
1: city. Whoa. Those are three different cities. Yes, it is. So, um, this, uh, this is actually fun, uh, a fun little bit. They got a, uh, I can't remember the gentleman's name, uh, because I saw the phrase MTV VJ and then blacked out. <laughs> um, but, uh, they got, they got an actual, uh, like, a, an MTV, like, uh, DJ to come on and record this little bit. Um, and they, in it, they referenced three cities, your favorite radio station and your favorite radio city, the city by the bay. San Francisco, which is where the band originated from. The City That Rocks, which is Cleveland, whole, home of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And The City That Never Sleeps. I couldn't figure that one out. Um, <laughs> yeah, what
0: could that be. <laughs> Wait, so why the hell are they in D.C. at one point?
1: They don't mention D.C. Yeah. They just, they just use the imagery. They're, they're basically, they're trying to, I assume they're trying to And Washington, D.C. was not built on rock and roll. No, it, it was- It was mostly built on slave labor. It was built on slave <laughs> labor and compromising beliefs. Oh my. It's a way less catchy song though Yeah um, They were trying to get a sense I assume of We're everywhere like Yes e- Everywhere there's Rock, rock and, and roll, roll, roll built every city Yeah like rock and roll built New York Rock and roll built San Francisco it Built Cleveland um, And uh, I do know you immigrants built New York but yeah. Rock and roll <laughs> uh, And what's fun is that During the radio portion the A lot of radio stations Will actually dub in
0: their own opening To oh, like, promote their own that's station That's fun Yeah I wonder what built Plattsburgh. You know, I guess a fear, pri- a prison, a hospital, and a college, really, and an Air Force base. <laughs> fear and mob riots. <laughs> Does, in my mind, oh. Plattsburgh was just a series well, of witch burnings. Was there a was there a riot in Plattsburgh? I'm trying to think.
1: I don't know. Did you just start
0: one? <laughs> Not in Plattsburgh, Jesus. <laughs> Pick the capital for that shit. Yes. <laughs>
1: Where the most, where the most eyes of the nation will be trained, Albany. (laughs) Kegs and x twenty eleven. Fuck you. Albany was not built on rock and roll. (laughs) Albany was built on the Adirondacks. Wait, what did they build it on? We oh. built this city on
0: Oh, uh, the building. We built this city on rock
1: and roll. Okay, you get the picture, right? Yeah. I do. Does, everyone, does anyone have any Is anyone confused about what the city was built upon? Because that's the rest of the song. Yes.
0: There's I understand, I understand that
1: key detail. I don't understand anything else about the song. That's, that's all that matters. Okay. A plus. Uh, one last little button on that, because I honestly cannot talk about this song anymore, <laughs> is uh, this song, uh, the, the last uh, sort of significant national radio play this song got was as a campaign song for one John Kasich. Oh, who continues that grand old tradition of politicians not bothering to learn what the song they're using on their campaign is about. You know, I hate to say it, but if John Kasich had picked a different song, he may have won the 2016 Republican nomination. No, he wouldn't have. Oh, I don't know. You underestimate the devastating power of playing We Built This City and trying to get people to vote for you.
0: How could you play something known as one of the worst songs of all time?
1: <laughs> Should have been Wang Chung. That was only three. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: You can just imagine him like the short ass little John Kasich walking out to Everybody have fun tonight. And he's just so ungodly stiff and unbelievable unbelievably unable to appear as though he is Wang Chunging. There is no human being who is more unable to Wang Chung than John Kasich. But that is, uh, We Built This a arguably one of the worst songs, inarguably one of the worst songs ever produced. I don't, so uh, says, I like So it. says several magazines of note and everyone who wrote it and performed
0: it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> as compelling as, as all that is, it's, it's going to be stuck in my head until next week's episode and possibly thereafter.
0: It's got some of that weird 80s charm. Yeah, but I like. It is the 80s. I like shitty things in the 80s. Howard the Duck great movie. One of my favorites, you know. <laughs> oh, we should do the Howard the Duck theme at one point. Ah, uh, yeah, Howard, Howard the, the Duck. duck. <laughs> bam, 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 Wait, that's bam, a good bam, song bam. though.
1: <laughs> Finally, we have an episode. Of, we have an episode idea that Mike and I can enjoy and torture yeah. Nick with. Oh, yeah. Finally. Finally, it's only fair. <laughs> you get one of those eventually. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is it for We Built This City. My heart goes out to all the people who are devastated by the destruction of that city based on the shifting foundation it was built upon oh those Paul balls but you know thumbs up to channel 4 news for- channel 4 news for covering everything with a with a unblinking eye and it was a Hindenburg oh the humanity yes. level of news coverage
0: you know what's and you know what's fucked up oh, about human that oh the humanity. I, I bet he was <laughs> <laughs> stop channel
1: 4 i haven't seen such good reporting from channel 4 news since they uh were there on the scene that time santa sleigh collided with that bus
0: oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Grammy, grammys were made that day i'll tell you. pulitzers oh. <laughs> new york one got some grammys for a oh God, for a, for, a, for a helicopter grammys Gram- yeah you like the the you know they cuz that's in the like news it's grammys right yeah the news news people when they when they get their own grammys are they called something
1: different? Grammys are for music. I'm pretty ca- sure they get like Pulitzers and stuff. It's a, it's a, As Mike looks that up, I will thank the audience uh, for uh, listening to this episode. No, guys, thank you so much for listening. You can... Oh, f- Emmys.
0: Emmys, I'm sorry. Yes. news, the Television TV. news. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not not Grammys. I, Emmys, Grammys, E's, Me's, My's. Tomato, Tomato, <laughs> Cities. Something I just, else. I just love that you get you get the awards when sh- terrible shit happens and people die, and then you get excited because you won an award. That's almost yeah. a
1: motivation to cause terrible yeah. things to happen. Mm. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if you've not done so already. We would greatly appreciate it. And check out Dapper Devil Productions, our production company, where you can listen to other great podcasts like BYOB News. And other uh, thing that happened this week, and check out some web series that we've done, one of which I don't think will be out by this date, but will be coming very, very soon. But you should subscribe to yeah. us uh so you stay up to date when that yes. happens. Yes. When a certain dairies of our lives. Dairies of our lives. So it'll be early April. Early and, April. Yeah. Uh when, where can we find you, Mike?
0: You can find me at Mr.MikeRussell.com. That's Mr. Mr. Or on my Instagram at Mr.MikeRussell.com. That's Mr. Mr. D And yeah, like Nick said, please check out all our cool stuff. Send us in your song suggestions for our next listener submitted episode. Send us a little review. To let us know that you, that you like what you're listening to. And uh, why don't you tell us what you would build? What you would build your own personal city it's a on?
1: Great question. Actually,
0: would you go with the Vols or Rolls? Would rock be involved? Cock and balls, concrete. Build your city on cock and balls. This we isn't built Vegas. This city on cock rock and balls.
1: And balls. This city. Ow! Um, oh, oh God! God! <laughs> Just a chorus of men going. Ah! Oh, Ow! Oh, oh God! And Steve, where can we find you? Uh, you may find me on the social medes. Ooh! Someone's, someone's Someone knows Gen Z knows the lingo. Yeah. Um. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram at your Mantrollo on our brand new website, which will should be out at this point, potentially be up at this point. Uh, and uh, and yes, and uh, I again. I th- said this last week. I think I have a YouTube channel. Go make just, sure. Just type in Steven Trollinger and see what comes If up. you could make sure for me, I would really appreciate Let it. Him thank you. Let him know. Let him know. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm going to go cleanse my palate with a Macarena. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: and we'll see you next week. Take care. It's a Dapper Devil production, see?